The Doctor is In is a co-production of Ave Maria Radio and EWTN Radio and carried across the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. Hi everybody, this is Dr. Ray. You are listening to a least worst of The Doctor is In. We have no best of, but this is truly one of our least worst. Hi Dr. Ray, how are you? I'm sure I'm going to get really good advice from you. Why do I have to be the insightful professional. You just patted yourself on the back. I'm losing you, buddy. I don't know what you're trying to say. You're just so great. I love your show. Am I close? No. Does that comfort you? No. I'm sorry, and I'm going to confess it, because I'm a holy guy. I'm a little intimidated to talk to you because uh, you used a lot of big words. You know, I was looking for a deeper answer. You came to the wrong place. You came to the wrong place if you're looking for deep answers. Now, from the studios of Living Bread Radio Network in Canton, Ohio, the hometown of Mother Angelica, here's Dr. Ray. I'm just looking at stuff here, trying to figure out what I what I got to do. Nice to have you. This is the doctor who's in. I am the doctor who is in. Not a real doctor. Can't give shots or anything. Well, my five-year-old son found out about that. He asked my wife, why do they call Daddy Doctor? She said, well, and then he interrupted her and said, but he he can't give shots or anything, can he? No. Well, then they shouldn't call him Doctor. Yeah, I wrote the kid out of my will back when he was five. Good to have you with me. Program, the doctor is in. As I said, maybe we ought to just say the quasi-doctor is in. The number's real, 877-573-573. 7825-877-57 equal. It's a number to call to get onto the program. If you have a question about something in your life, something that matters, something that doesn't matter and you think it should, people that matter or people that you've written off, which you probably shouldn't have, you know, we do too much of that. That's a big one. That's a big one. You got, you got to have extreme reasons for simply eliminating in a, in not in the, in a metaphorical sense, someone from your life, especially if it's a mother or a father, or a close relative. I know, Doctor Ray, you don't understand how pathological and toxic they are. Uh, if you're in danger, yeah, I got it. But all too often we write people off because we just don't like them, or they're obnoxious, or they're unpleasant, or they're intolerable. You know, I wonder how many people would write me off. If that was their reasoning, don't answer that. 877-57-EQUAL is the number to call to get on to the program. I'm going to make an announcement here. I think I, I want to say something here. Um, uh, Where's Tom at? i got to search this here. Uh, there we go. Well, apparently not. I'll find it. I'll have it at the, I'll have it at the break. What's one of the big complaints against religious people? Don't force your morals upon me. Don't push what you think and believe upon me. Right? That's, that's what they say. Whether it's abortion, whether it's sexual practices, whatever it is, keep it to yourself. I don't want to hear it. It's really the complaint, isn't it not? Well, it's one of the grand ironies of life. I'm getting sick and tired of people, 
And that includes the opinion makers and shapers in our culture, media, movies, entertainment, academics, pushing their secular system upon us. And theirs is always shifting, too. You ever notice that? They don't have anything. It's not stable. It moves with the fluidity of the culture. This is good. This is good. Well, no, this isn't good anymore. Well, this is good. No, you have to believe this. No, you have to accept this. You have to do this. You have to say this. You have to talk like this. In commercials, it's just pushed on you. In academics, in your schools, it's pushed on you. Wait a minute. You don't want us to push our beliefs upon you, but you are relentlessly hammering us with yours everywhere. Are you kidding me? I will tell you that the things I do not at all believe in, the things that I think are destroying our culture, are everywhere. I can't move four minutes in my life without hearing one of them, without seeing one of them, without having somewhere in the media or in entertainment or in an article or in academics or in the news telling me this is how you should think. This is how you should believe. This is what is right and good because we say so. But yet... Were I to in any way say, well, this is why I believe this. Don't push your morals on me. Certain irony in this, isn't there? That's yeah, more than an irony. It's, it's a downright hypocritical. What's the word I'm looking for? So I can't find a strong enough word. Don't push your morals on me. Do you ever, do you ever push your morals on anybody? You don't. You don't say to them, you know, abortion is wrong and you need to rethink this. No, you'll get into a discussion with them if they want. Typically, it's provoked by them. They'll say something. And then you'll find yourself attempting to clarify. Or you'll be on the defensive. Or you'll have to make a remark that'll kind of show that that's what you really think as opposed to what they think you think. But for the most part, you don't go around saying this is how you should look at sex. This is how you should look at marriage. This is how you should look at life. This is how you should look at children. This is how you should look at babies. This is how you should look at religion. This is how you should look at morality. You don't do that. But yet they do. They do. And from the very heights of our culture, all of the ways that they can shape opinions by the millions. That's why... So often you feel alone. You're not alone. There's a lot of people who still believe like you do. But you know what? They keep their heads down. They don't say anything. A friend of mine was telling me some workshop they had. And it was, in his opinion, just absolutely, absolutely absurd. Absolutely. He didn't attend it. He left. I asked, did anyone in your whole building say anything about this workshop training you on how to be a certain way he said not a single person now you're left with two conclusions one they all agree that's unlikely the more likely one is they just shut up don't say anything because you'll get pounded. Isn't that interesting? That's right. Is that a way of shoving their moral system, if you want to call it that, down our throats? 
because that's what they're intent on doing. They're going to jam it into us whether we like it or not. Stand strong. Speak up. You don't have to be nasty, obnoxious about it like me. But at the same time, you you, you gotta you gotta raise your head. With you being quiet, with you being passive, with you saying, I don't want to make any ripples. Just 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 okay, okay, okay. Now, I'm talking about the culture. I'm not talking about your families. I'm not talking about your adult kids because you know you listen to this program. I say, look, watch out. You don't antagonize your adult kids because you disagree with them on the morals. No, no, no. Don't get into it with them. That's family. I'm talking about the culture and all the ways it has because it controls everything. It controls the law. It controls the media. It controls entertainment. It controls academics. It controls even sports. It even I've stopped look I've stopped watching sports. I used to love sports. I'm tired of hearing how I have to look at life from sports commentators. So I speak up. I got this show, my vast listening audience of 146 people, but you do what you can. But there's the irony in the whole thing. Don't shove your morals on us, but let us shove what we believe into your head. 877-573-7825-877. I know I said that too fast. 877-57-EQUAL. That's the number to call. Get on the program. Love to hear from you. Thank you. You're listening to The Doctor. Come in. Pull up a couch. Let's talk. The Doctor is in. The most original and exclusive Catholic content is on EWTN Radio. You know, we talk story with each of our very unique guests for the whole hour so that you can go deep with us as you yourself pursue your own story of heroic virtue and as you pursue intimacy with God. The Bear Wozniak Adventure, Saturday night, 6 Eastern on EWTN Radio. If you're an optimistic Catholic, will you live longer? I'm Chuck Adica, and this is Journey Strong. My wife Susan and I recently lost a dear friend who almost made it to age 99. Varied studies suggest that we may have a better chance of living to near 100 if we are both emotionally aware and hold a positive attitude about life. Being optimistic is a Catholic thing, or it should be. We hold views that include man and God prevailing over darkness and evil, and all human life being highly valued and unique, all positive. But we need more than worldly optimism. We need true theological hope. The Catechism states, Hope is the theological virtue by which we desire the kingdom of heaven and eternal life as our happiness, placing our trust in Christ's promises and relying not on our own strength, but on the help of the grace of the Holy Spirit. Now that's hope. For more on this, look to the Journey Strong tab at the homepage of AveMariaRadio.net. Underwritten in part by this not-for-profit. Are you looking for peace? Longing for joy? Want to meet the giver of all goodness? God is calling the laity to bring Ignatian prayer into the suffering world. Work for the new evangelization. Go to lordteachmetopray.com. Order your free digital training and manual. Find true happiness and everlasting joy. Go to lordteachmetopray.com. And click on the red button today. It's free. Approved by the USCCB. You're listening to the least worst of The Doctor Is In with Dr. Ray Garendi. So please, no calls at this time.
Thank you, Aunt Mary. Thank you for calling. Really nice to have you with me. Doctor is in. That's the program, Monday through Friday, 1 o'clock Eastern Time. Very soon, and I know some people have been complaining, you know who you are, that there's been reruns of Living Right with Dr. Ray, Season 11. True. Season 12 is coming up real soon. All whole bunch of new ones. 12, 13, 14 new shows. Never before seen by human eyes. Well, unless you were in the audience at the time. Well, DEFCON is a way, it's it's a um, kind of a semi-military expression talking about you've, you've hit the heights of a serious, serious stage heading toward war. And we have a mom calling. Uh, her six-year-old daughter, she says has reached DEFCON 5. Actually, she's 6, or she probably should be DEFCON 6. Hi, Mom. <laughs> Hi, Dr. Ray. How are you? Where'd you come up with it? You know, it's it's not too many moms that know DEFCON 5. <laughs> are you military? Well, I... <laughs> no, I just really, uh, I, I like military movies. I'm a big Top Gun fan. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you think about this, though, Mom. Think about this. You got to figure one of the things your daughter's doing is she's not listening to you. So that's deaf. So you got deaf. And then the other thing she's doing, she's arguing with you. So she's conning you. So you got deaf con, right? That's part of her whole personality opposition. Oh, gosh, her personality. Where do I start? She, okay, so this matters not, but... She, just for some background, she is homeschooled. She does not have, you know, she doesn't have her own iPad. She obviously doesn't have a phone. She doesn't, um, you know, we don't have any streaming services really um, other than a free one. My kids don't have free reign to just go hang out with whoever they want. Um, All her friends are nice. I'm friends with all her friends' parents. You know, we have a great community of other homeschoolers we hang out with. My two other children are happy kids. You know, they irritate me sometimes because they'll fight. But honestly, they're, they're nice and sweet, and they, they are people pleasers. My daughter, since the day she was born, has not stopped crying. She literally, from the moment they laid her on my chest, she did nothing but scream for the first six months of her life. And then subsequently after that, she is just very we call her stone cold. I hope no one I know is listening, but it's fine if you are. I call her stone cold because she's just, she's never hugged her father. No reason. I have no idea why. At this point, we don't know if it's just, she won't break character. If it's a long joke that's six years long, I have no idea. She won't hug him. She barely hugs me. She whines nonstop. And again, our kids are not spoiled. You know, um, or one income. I'm a homeschooler. I have a job I do at night. We don't have the money to spoil them. Um, I mean, I'm with them all the time, so maybe attention wise, but that's boy, just mom. You know necessity. what you just you know what you just did. No, you know what you just what did. did? I just do? You didn't even what? realize you did it. <laughs> you el- you eliminated all or most all of the potential contributors. 
to your yeah, daughter's well, conduct. Yeah, a lot of the times you're like, oh, ex- did they watch Except, TV? And I'm like, ex- no, you know, don't. wait, you know which one you didn't eliminate? What? You. Me? Yeah, well, no, that's the thing. That's my next point. She loves to spend the night with my mother, her grandmother. It's a fun thing they do, and I let her do it because she gets time one-on-one with an adult, without her siblings around. My mother is like, well, she doesn't misbehave for me, which, of course, is code for what are you doing? But it's true. She is great for everyone else. She did go to a little three-day-a-week preschool last year. She was perfect. Never had a problem. But with me, it's all right. stop whining. All right. If someone it's... touches her, she screams. All right, all right. Wait, so wait a minute. Okay. I can't take them anywhere. All right. Hold on. I was going to say, now you now you just eliminated the other thing I was going to point to. I know. I was going to say, of your three kids, she's by far the toughest, the quirkiest, the moodiest, the whiniest, the arguingiest. Okay. However, you, you got a problem. Mom, you got a problem. I do. The problem is not. No, 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 no. That's not the problem I'm referring to. The problem is she behaves for everybody else, which means she has somehow over the years read the dynamics between you and her and dad and her, and she recognizes that you're totally frustrated in dealing with her, that you're unsure of yourself, you get into brawls with her, you you just have developed a whole bunch of bad habits. Now, don't mishear me. I am not saying that you created her. She is who she is. It's her personality, okay? I think what I'm is. saying is you got to handle her better. Now, yeah. you may oh, not yeah. make her a wonderful human being. She may still, by age 19, be the most obnoxious of your children. That's However, what I'm afraid of. Well, she's, again, she, every kid's got a different personality. And some kids make yeah. you think like you're God's gift to parenthood, and other kids make you think like I've ruined my life. See, when the boys act up, at least I, I get it, because okay. I get it. And I, well, here's a problem we're having here. All right, hold on, hold on, hold on. Do you have my book, Discipline That Lasts a Lifetime? I do, actually. Okay. I love it. And I have a highlighter next to my bed. I'm well, not making this There's up. all kinds I of stuff in there that should make you get control. Right, let me give you – I'm going to make it real quick here because I know this is a very complex situation. If you came into my office, we'd fix this. But obviously, it's a radio show. So – Buy a plane ticket now. Can you <laughs> Can you say to your little daughter – you need to stop whining or you're standing in the corner. And she'll oh, yeah. and she'll do it? Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, then what's your problem? Because it's nonstop. I've been no, it isn't. to her room no, it so many isn't. times. First of all, it's not. I'll bet if you counted it as three times a day, if that. It uh, just no. Okay. But here's the thing. If you have discipline control, if you can say, put your head down at the mm-hmm. table, if you can say, well, when you're done whining, I'll give you your lunch, if you can say, uh, that's mean to do to your brother, go lay on your bed, if you can do that without a brawl, then yeah. you don't have a problem. You got an obnoxious behaving kid, but you yeah. don't have an authority problem. You know, what you're saying is, I don't want her to be like this. Well, no, she, <laughs> well, she, well, one, she is like that, but only with you. So that's telling you something. Yeah. That's yeah. telling you, as like every parent who walks into my office says, no, no, I have discipline control. I'm, no, we, show we have it. And then as I talk to him, I find out, oh, wait a minute, this kid's running them. So I don't know if that's your case. If it's not, 
then what you're no, really I saying is when I say to. Okay. Well then you I do have it. To look. I have well, the southern woman well, southern then, mother's look. Then do look. it. Do it. I do. Okay. So what's your problem? Her personality just stinks. <laughs> well, that's different. That's completely different. You yeah, that's just who she is. You had three kids and one of them's like that. So you're you're going to have to basically deal with her, and obviously you are dealing with her because she's okay for everybody else. If if she was obnoxious by her personality, and your mm-hmm. discipline was awful, then it's only mm-hmm. a matter of time before everybody else would be complaining about her too. They wouldn't well, want her in preschool. For everybody else. Well, then you're telling me something. You're basically saying she reads you, and whether you think. You have that kind of control. You don't. I know that sounds bad, and you're thinking, no, Dr. Ray, you don't know what you're talking about because I do. Well, then there's something that has to explain why she does this to you. And don't. What do you think the culprit of that is? I think she reads you. Do you think I need to spend more time with her? Because she's a little child. I don't think you're probably anywhere near as consistent as you think you are. That's the number one reason that happens in my office. As I talk to parents for an hour, it becomes very clear that these very consistent, perseverant, authoritative kind of parents are not. They think they are. So you think it's every time she whines, I should yeah. go to her room? Well, yeah. Well, that's a lot. No, because she's not stupid. Um, She'll stop. Hey, quick question. Does she whine for anybody else? No. All well, right. When I go to pick her up from my mother. She'll whine because she doesn't want to come home. Well, right. She's whining for you. So what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is her whining is directly contextual with the presence of her mother. Why? Which which tells me that for whatever the reason, if you had a house where you just tell her, you know what, sweetheart, you're constantly whining and complaining. Here's what we're going to do. From now on. You start to whine. I'm just going to simply say you need to be quiet or you're going to the corner. That's it. Mm-hmm. Now, if I have to do that ten times a day, I will. And I guarantee you, she's not stupid. She'll stop. Mm-hmm. She'll stop. I, there's no doubt in my mind that you send her to the corner when you've had enough. <laughs> right. <laughs> so you let it go on for 12 minutes before you finally send her to her room. Well, you just you just allowed 12 minutes of this. So she's probably nowhere near as bad as you think she is because she is a sweet child for everybody else. Yeah. I know. I mean, she's reaching. It's weird that she, no, she won't hug. She doesn't, she's not. Well, uh, that's going to stop too. Part of the reason she won't hug, and I get, that from, I get that from parents all the time, <laughs> part of the reason for that, I was going to use you as a look-back call, but I've gone on way too long. Part of the reason for that is that because you're spending so much time colliding with her that yeah. she's going to punish you by saying, there ain't no way I'm going to hug you. Yeah, she's not enjoying the homeschool right. as her brother does. So there you go. Once yeah. you get discipline control, I guarantee you the hugs are going to go up. All righty. Thanks, Mom. I, I, like I will. That. I will talk to you. This is Dr. I was going to use that as a look-back call, Andrew. You might have to... Uh, Take that and kind of, yeah, take 20 minutes of me away because there's so many directions. I could have gone with that. Perhaps the main direction is most parents who are good parents. She's a good mom. She's homeschooling. She's got great kids. Two little boys are very cooperative. This this one pushes on her. So what happens is you develop a whole lot of bad habits. You don't think you're developing them because they work for the other two.
So I I can't be a bad parent. Look at my other two children. You're not a bad parent. But what's happening is your parenting style for this particular child is falling short. Doesn't mean you're wrong. Doesn't mean you're terrible. It just simply means to deal most effectively with this child's conduct and attitude and personality, you got to make some big alterations here. And I guarantee you, 90% of the time, when parents say, no, no, I have complete discipline control, even if they do, they wait too long. The bad stuff's gone on until they finally, you heard mom giggle, didn't you, when I said, when you've had enough, and she started laughing. All right. 877-57 equal, 877-573-7825. Father Benedict Rochelle. They're all legitimate differences of opinion in any religion. There are differences of opinion in Catholicism. But in Catholicism, you expect that people will take the teaching of its supreme authority seriously. To go diametrically opposed to those teachings is to not be a Catholic. Someone in the name of Catholicism is sponsoring the destruction of human life lives of unborn children. And he got the name Catholic on the door. The highest authority in Catholicism and the encyclical Humanae Vitae, Evangelium Vitae, is absolutely clear that no Catholic can support abortion and that Catholics are responsible to take serious action against legalized abortion. The people you know and trust are on EWTN. The idea that the United States of America should now be a nation in high-handed rebellion against God makes me choke. I mean, there are some people who seem to think that the problem in America is simply between conservatives and liberals, between Democrats and Republicans. But these group distinctions are not the most important distinction. The real division is between those who are being drawn to Christ and those who are fleeing Him, all humans are created in the image of God, and we are made for loving relationship with our Creator. Any human being will never find their full fulfillment apart from God. Uh, And those of us who are united to Christ by faith and baptism in His mission of redemption owe everyone we meet the love and consideration that helps draw them closer to their eternal lover. Cresta in the Afternoon, weekdays at 4 Eastern on EWTN Radio. You're listening to the least worst of The Doctor Is In with Dr. Ray Garendi. So please, no calls at this time. Like it. Like it. Dr. Ray here. Thank you for the calls. Amanda called. Then she went away. Then she called back. So I better talk to her before she goes away again. Hi, Amanda. Hi. Hi, Dr. Ray. Who's beating up your kids? Our next-door neighbors. We have their literally share yard. We are very good friends with them. We literally borrow sugar from them. 
Um, their five-year-old has um, been really physically aggressive with our two-year-old daughter twice. Yikes. Um, bloody noses. throwing oh. things, pulling her hair, just, and, and we struggle because we just don't feel like he's getting disciplined the way that he's in, in a way that makes he, he's going to stop doing this. Do they even know he's he, doing it? Oh yeah. Yep. Um, when his mom intervened, he kicked her, hit her as she tried to put him in a timeout. This was in our home. And then he calmed down and apologized and went right back to playing with the toy that caused the problem in the first place. And so mom has I weak discipline like, skills. Definitely. And, um, you know, it's about to be summer and we are going to be outside playing with them all summer. And we just don't want this to come to a head. We want to protect the family relationship with them that we have, but also might not be able to, which uh, I would suggest you don't leave your two year old with out of your sight when that kid's around. Yeah. It's just hard because he can, it seems like he just snaps. So even if we're 10 feet away, he can, throw something quick you know what i'm saying like it's is the mom there sometimes yeah usually i don't i don't let him come over without one of them so this is your only child the two-year-old daughter no we have a, a six-year-old son and then a one-year-old as well so they have four kids and we have three and they're all kind of stair-stepping in ages your six-year-old son can't protect his two-year-old daughter we've talked about that for sure yeah um, we've talked about that with him What's he think? Um, he's a very um, he's he's not a confrontational kid. He's a very heart kid. He does. He, we have talked to our neighbors about the door swings both ways. If any of our kids ever hit your kids, we will take our kids home, and they will not be allowed to play for the rest of the day. Um, they didn't pick I, up on I, that I, one, did they? They did not, and and they were kind of dumbstruck by that. Like, oh, should what? we be disciplining what? our children like that? And, yeah, and you got a problem. Yeah. So I don't know how to approach it with them without. Oh, you'll probably alienate like... them. Yes. So if you don't want to alienate them, you're going to have to figure out how exactly to protect your little girl, so that the kid can't even throw mm -hmm. something or or get to her or you know what you do uh, or okay so let's let's say that he makes some aggressive move and she's there mm -hmm. you say well we're gonna we're gonna go in the house now and you just take your daughter and go in the house leave yeah if they if she can't pick up on that if she can't if she can't think see because what i think you're dealing with amanda is that she doesn't have any control over this kid yeah and so as he becomes nastier with other kids, and this is probably going to trickle into school. Um, yes, it already has. Okay. I hate when I predict. <laughs> and I'm right from my past prediction here. She is going to be flummoxed. I don't, I, I, I don't know what to do here. I don't know what to do. I mean, I, I, I try to put him in timeout, but he won't let me. So that's kind of telling you she's starting to lose control already. And it's mm -hmm. it's trickling out into relationships. This poor kid is going to be avoided by other people. He's not going to want to be around yeah. the kid. That's sad. That's sad because the kid doesn't deserve that. Uh, yeah. I, if it were me and I still wanted to have some kind of relationship with this neighbor, I would be as supervisory as a hawk. 
I put mm-hmm. I would not try to convince mother that you need to be different about this. What I would do is I would immediately end any outside interaction at the first sign of nastiness from the five-year-old and go in the house say, well, we got we got to go in. I, I can't take a chance he's going to hurt her. Mm-hmm. I'd probably say something that direct. I can't take a chance he's going to hurt yeah. her. And, and, and the mom will look at you like, huh? What? What? Really, you think that? Probably, right? Am I right again? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> two for two. Yeah. Sure. And this so is then what just happened. for the day, I mean, like, for the rest of the afternoon? Because it, it does kind of feel like I'm punishing my kids. You can't play outside now. That's something they love to do. Well, I'd wait until they go home and then let the kids back out. And then within 12 seconds, if their kids are back over, I'd say, well, wait a minute. Guys, we're we're going back in the house because 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 of what you did, we're not playing anymore today with you. Yeah. Okay. Brace yourself. Yeah. My experience is that uh, folks like this take it personal. You know how yeah. how dare you say that it's my kid that's the problem? You know you need to look at your two year old because she's no angel. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Whatever. You know. Yeah, I thank you. Yeah, I, we had that problem. I think that's what my husband and I were gonna do, um, yeah. but we just didn't know if. Yeah, we. Well, you're trying to I find a way we to to, right to make this woman understand without putting friction in the relationship, but I'm not sure that's possible. Yeah. Okay. Because this has been going on. How how many more times is it going to take? The kids bloodied up your kid. How yeah. many more times is it going to take? Before she says, whoa, I got to do something about this boy here. Mm-hmm. And here's the irony, too. So he bloodies up your little girl. And what what happens to him? He sits in a chair for three minutes. Oh, yeah. That'll stop him. Right. I know. I know. It's, yeah. it's not going to. And in, in my home, with a toy that's my toy, you know, they're, and I, I just my husband just kept thinking, gosh, if our kids went over to their house... And hit one of their kids. Our kids would be home for three days. You're not allowed. Yeah, right. There would be massive consequences for that. And it was right. like he calmed down. And he said he was sorry, which is as easy as repeating whatever your mom says. There's no, yeah. you know, emotion behind that. There's no true feelings of sorry. Um, and then he could go right back to that toy that caused the problem. And it was, I was like, where are we? What is going on? <laughs> My son was... Uh... There were three boys across the street who were being raised very differently than my son. And he was probably about nine. And these boys were all 10, 12, 14. And they would come over and want to play ball in the backyard. My wife and I had to turn into hawks. We had to, at all Mm -hmm. times, have a window open to hear any kind of language, because the language, we'd immediately send them home, or any kind of... uh, friction that couldn't be solved by the boys themselves, you know, something that would get out of hand, we send them home. What what happened is that eventually they stopped coming over because they didn't like our rules. <laughs> right. You know. Okay. All right, Amanda. See what happens. Thank you. This is Dr. Ray. So much enjoying being with you, talking with you. It's nice to talk to a lot of people about a lot of situations. Hey, you give me fodder for my books.
Catholic Connection with Teresa Tomio. We now use media, and this is adults 18 and over, 11 to 12 hours a day. But if we're all connected during the day at work, shouldn't we be taking a break when we get home, when we're with our families, when we're having dinner, to back away from the cell phone, back away from the TV, back away from the laptop, put it down, silence ourselves, and have real, as the Holy Father says, authentic encounters, sitting down for a meal, media-free. How about more family time, playing some board games, coloring with your kids, going for a walk, doing the rosary with them, backing away from the media. Catholic Connections, Teresa Tomio. Weekdays, 9 a.m. Eastern on EWTN Radio. The following is a medical moment. Hi, I'm Bobby Schindler, brother of Terry Schiavo. An advanced care planning document, or ACP, is one kind of advanced directive, providing a written statement of a person's desired medical treatments in the future. A recent study titled, What's Wrong with Advanced Care Planning?, concluded that there is a gap between hypothetical scenarios and real-world decision-making. Another study found that 80% of emergency room physicians misinterpreted an ACP as a do-not-resuscitate order. Another issue is that any disagreement between medical professionals and the patient's healthcare agent regarding specific ACP language may undermine the patient's ultimate wishes. Your best bet is never to sign an advanced care planning document, such as a pulse form when admitted to a hospital. And make sure your healthcare durable power of attorney has a provision which invalidates any previously signed ACP. This medical moment brought to you by MyLifeAngels.com. You're listening to the least worst of The Doctor Is In with Dr. Ray Garendi. So please, no calls at this time. Filling the psychological potholes in the road of life. Dr. Ray Grandy, thanks so very much for joining me here on the Doctor's Day. Well, this is a little, I'm taking a risk here. Not sure what to do about this one. Paul says he wants to give me an update on what's happening after he talked to me. This is scary. This is scary. I think we, sh- I wish Andrew or Eric or Andrew would have screened this and found out that it was a good thing after he talked to me. But I'm not sure. I don't know. Hi, Paul. You are in so trouble now, Dr. A. Oh, man. You down. I'm telling you, man. See, you, you up were it. right. You blow were up right. in your face? No, no, man. You're, I'm not going to write you off like you started off on the show. I listen to you still, even though my wife and I were had that heated discussion in your office, and you said don't adopt the two kids. But, hey, let me give you an update. My wife and I are still together. We even had a talk in front of our kids how, you know what keeps us together to adopt Wait a minute. little girl. I told you not yep. to adopt two kids? Uh, you did. You did. I did? Here's the thing. That here's doesn't sound the, like here's me. Here's the reason I... That's okay. That's okay. There was a good reason because uh, my wife and I were kind of grabbing each other's throats and ready to kill each other and, oh, all, right, and all that good all right. stuff. But we're still together. And again, like we told our kids, the reason is the sacraments, our ring, there's no such thing as divorce in our Catholic faith and in our practice. Uh, so my wife and I told that to our girls one day here at the kitchen table. But I wanted to tell you, we did end up adopting Brinley and McKenna. 
And yes, we've had the battles. I want to tell your audience, everything you say about the hard, what would we call it, tough love? Yes, about sending them to their room, making sure they go right away, all these things. We've had the battles. We've had screaming, the yelling, the fits. My chandelier was ready to fall out of the ceiling from the stomping and all the slamming doors. But your techniques do work. Our kids are improving with prayer, and we had them baptized. They were not baptized as a five-year-old and a seven-year-old, but they are now baptized. And the other one just received her first Holy Communion. So you can imagine all the sacramental grace and the good, uh, hopefully the good parenting of Connie and I. And I just wanted to give you an update, buddy. I'm still listening to you, and we're still together. Things are going good. So I I appreciate you. You sound smarter. You do sound smarter. You you didn't (laughs) used to sound this smart. Exactly. You remember that? Me and my wife. Well, I'll give you one more piece of advice. (laughs) Back that woman up. Okay. You know, if she needs your support. In, in taking on a couple of older kids who have had a, a turbulent history and they're going to bounce oh, around a little did. bit, then yep. she's going to need a strong male presence in that home, and that's what you can provide. Right. Exactly. There you go, sir. It's easier for us to let the women do it, but that's yep. I don't think that's the way God designed it, you know? Yep. Yeah. So things are going good, Dr. Ray. I'm glad to hear that. You, one reason I did decide to adopt them was... I put it to adoration, went to adoration before our Lord. I said, listen, Lord, these two beat up little girls here from foster home to foster home. I've got uh, a lot of wounds and a lot of problems. I said, but if you if you want us to adopt them, you make this happen. I said, I got Dr. Ray's advice. I got got all kinds of reasons not to take them in, but if you want it to happen, then you make it happen. I left it with him. Next thing you know, of course, they were Wait. they were visiting other kiddos, other houses. You know what you're you know, saying? Other... You know what you're saying? What's that? You're saying it worked out because we ignored you. <laughs> I mean, that's what this all distills down to. Not, not, not necessarily. I, I put it up to the Lord. I said, what do you want us to do, Lord? And he, he made he it He said, happen. ignore Garendi. No, I don't think he said that. I doubt he uh, said that. Yeah. Uh. No. No, no, no. You have a lot of good advice. I've been listening to listening to you for years. Uh, you've helped so many people. I, I just know it. It's more than a, more than 146, like you said in the audience. There, you got you got a lot more listening to that. They just yeah. don't call in like we do. That's Thank you, thank you, Paul. I appreciate it very much, sir. Take <laughs> yeah. care of those. Take care Lord, of those. Take care of those girls. Will do, sir. Yeah, Alrighty. like I said, the Lord gave them to us, and and we're we're going to do the best we can, buddy. And then uh, much help to you also. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. Amanda is calling from Arizona. Where in Arizona, Amanda? Hi, Dr. Ray. How are you? Hi, honey. Where Where in Arizona are you calling from? I'm just in Tucson, Arizona. Okay. Do we have an affiliate there, or, or are you listening through Sirius or streaming? How are you listening? I'm just on Sirius. I was just in my car, and I was just driving around because I'm a... Uh, I am in a desperate situation here. I've well, you're not. You're not. Your daughter is. You're not, Amanda. Yes, yes, my daughter is. Thank you. Um, so I have, uh, I would like your advice. I have a 20-year-old daughter who is um, just not listening to me. She 
she was a good student, never had complaints, graduated uh, back in uh, 2021, right during COVID, and met a guy at work while she was uh, in a gym, working at the gym. And from there on, she met this guy who's not a good guy. And uh, after a year, I know there was some, some violence amongst them. And so, you know, I would talk to her, tell her, and this and that. And back uh, in September... A day after her birthday, she was, um, she uh, got a, a felony for, uh, I guess, a felony with endangered weapon or something. Uh, it was a, uh, she, that day uh, he came over to my house in his car and told me, like, she doesn't leave me alone. And she was driving on her car and she was after him in the car or something. And, and I just had to call. I just is she Amanda? Is she living in your home? She is. She at that? Yes. Um, is she, she living there now? She's living well, in your right home right now. She just went to jail because she had a monitor from September. Uh, in September, for two months, she couldn't leave the house, and she was trying and change her. She was living at my house. She's well, I'll tell you what. I'm, I'm gonna cut I, you short here because I know this is probably a lot of details. You stay right there. I gotta take a break. I'll come back from the break, and we'll find out at this point what you're thinking of doing. This is Dr. Ray. Thank you for joining me. Relax. The doctor is in. EWTN has its own official YouTube channel with tens of thousands of videos covering just about every conceivable topic of interest to Catholics. And best of all, it's free. Every day, EWTN adds new TV shows, live events, devotionals, homilies, and specials to its YouTube channel. Visit the EWTN YouTube channel today. EWTN, the Global Catholic Network. As Catholic parents, we know that parenting can be hard, frustrating, and lonely. But it doesn't have to be that way anymore. I'm Dr. Greg Popchak. And I'm Lisa Popchak from More to Life, inviting you to become a premium member of Catholic Home. That's CatholicHOM.com. It's an online community dedicated to supporting faithful parents like you. At Catholic Home, you can chat with our team of family life coaches every day. Get expert help with discipline issues. Self-care. Creating a stronger marriage. Living your faith at home. We're just coping with the stress of being a Catholic parent in today's world. In addition to the personalized expert support you'll get as a premium member of CatholicHOM.com, you'll get access to tons of creative resources. Check out entertaining videos that teach your kids to get along with each other and love the Lord. Downloadable activities. Monthly live parenting Q&As. A supportive community of faithful parents. And tons of other benefits like our exclusive Catholic Home podcast. Go to CatholicHOM.com today and become a premium member of the Catholic Home community. Remember, that's CatholicHOM.com. We can't Can't wait wait to to see see you there. Would you get on a plane that doesn't have a pilot? Investing in passive index mutual funds may present the same issue. The Ave Maria mutual funds are actively managed by seasoned investment professionals to help you meet your investment goals in a morally responsible way. Ave Maria funds are managed to conform to pro-life and pro-family values. Long-term investors could invest in the no-load Ave Maria mutual fund. You can learn more about the Ave Maria mutual funds at 866-AVE-MARIA or visit AveMariaFunds.com. Hi, everybody. This is Dr. Ray. You are listening to a least worst of The Doctor Is In. We have no best of, but this is truly one of our least worst.
Thanks for joining me, Dr. Ray Garendi. I'm talking to Amanda from Arizona. She's got uh, two situations really preying upon her. She has a 20-year-old daughter who is um, uh, living, how shall we say, incredibly irresponsibly, which has led to her being incarcerated. Um, the boyfriend apparently is complaining about the daughter, saying she won't leave me alone. And then the second part of it is Amanda says, uh, what do I do? What do I do? You still there, Amanda? Yes, I am. Thank okay. you. Thank you. Well, I don't yes. know what you can do. You could visit your daughter in jail, I guess. You can do that. Okay. So she was just in, she was wearing a monitor for uh, from September, and even now she wasn't supposed to be near him. But he calls her, and so they're in that situation where he calls her. Okay. So, so, you, so wait a minute. So, All right. So wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. So you got people doing stuff they're not supposed to do. You've yes. got people creating difficulties not only for themselves but against the law. So, yes. and this is going to sound funny. I know it's going to sound weird to you. How does this concern you? I feel she's young and she has, uh, uh, she's going to school. She was going to university and I just think it's something mental. She is going to uh, some counseling once in a while, but she still doesn't end it because she's my daughter and I want the best for her. You but do. And not- I understand that. But, but are you saying that you're going to be miserable as long as she continues to make foolish choices? As a matter of fact, no. She was Good. arrested this morning at 3 o'clock in the morning, and I, I didn't go see, I didn't get involved. I did my rosary, and Good. today I went to celebrate Mother's Day, the Mexican Mother's Good. Day. Good, Because I said, okay. You cannot tie now, yourself, Amanda. You cannot tie yourself to what your adult daughter is doing. Thank you. You can't. She's getting counseling so now. The other, wants- the, the other thing you might decide is if you want to continue to pay for her college if she goes back to college. Because if she's not going to be responsible, why dump money into a, a, a hole? You may have to decide that. Um, oh, that's already decided, okay. too. She was, I was giving her right. the money, and gotcha. I told her, if you mess up, no no money. Okay. And she was getting her daddy's uh, Hazelwood. And I said, that's going to be gone, too. You'll also have to decide, Amanda, whether you want her to come back home. Because if she's going to make these kinds of decisions and she's going to live in your house, you're going to see up close and personal all the stuff she's doing. And that'll drive you crazy. So so you you may have to set some conditions here. Regarding where she's going to live and how she's going to live, uh, because at this point she's an adult. And if she makes dumb, foolish decisions, you hope that a little jail time will rattle her and she'll realize, well, if I don't want to answer to mom or dad, I'm going to have to answer to the law. And maybe that will maybe that will slow me down. Amanda, thank you. One more call. Michael from. Okay, that a girl. You're welcome, honey. Michael from Spokane, Washington. Hi, Michael. How are you? Good, Ray. Dr. Ray, thank you. I'm one of your 156 listeners. I think it's 151 now. Well, it, it depends. It comes. It floats. It does float. <laughs> It'll go anywhere between 120 and 170, depending upon what I say obnoxious. Well, I think it's much more than that, Dr. Ray. You mentioned uh, Catholic faith earlier. And I express my Catholic faith by uh, saying grace before meals, a sign of the cross. I wear a miraculous medal and mention my Catholic faith in public. 
write letters to the editor expressing our Catholic view in a positive, peaceful way. But we need to do more of that. How many times have you seen someone in a restaurant make the sign of the cross and say blessings before the meal? Not many. Uh, yeah, I, I can't recall the last time. The only time that uh, I've ever seen it is people that, that I'm with. You're right. Now, you got to figure, if you just go by the stats, at least here in northeastern Ohio, about 24% of us claim to be Catholic. Well, even narrow that down, what percent of us go to church? I don't know what it is, but you say you're right. It's There's that keep the head down, nobody will bother me, I won't look foolish, uh, they'll think I'm a ridiculous religious fanatic if I make the sign of the cross and I say a blessing in a restaurant. And I can only imagine the Lord saying, so, let me see if I got this right. I have given you every single thing you have in life. You can't take your next breath without me allowing it, and yet you care so much about what people you don't even know and will never see again, what they think, that you will not make a sign of the cross and say a blessing in a restaurant as a token sign of what you believe. I could just imagine our Lord saying that. What do you think? No, I agree. I mean, we need to express it. We need to make a sign of the cross. He's going to say, where were you, Michael? You're going to do more. You should have done more. Yeah, if we can't even do that. You know, when I was a kid, the Holy Day of Obligation was the same meaning as a Sunday. You went you went to Mass on a Holy Day of Obligation. Well, now I, if I go to Mass on a, well, I do go to Mass on a Holy Day of Obligation, but the, the attendance is way below a Sunday Mass, which, which I, you have to wonder, okay, what does it mean? I'm not, I'm not sitting there saying, okay, I'm holy, you people are not. No, I'm not saying that. I'm just simply saying, what are we saying to the culture at large if, in fact, our faith is something that we'll just kind of keep it, eh, let's keep it on a low keel here, you know? Let's not be too obvious about it. As I get older, Michael, and I don't know how old you are, but as I get older, I care less and less what people think about me. I only have to worry about if I'm living as the Lord wants me to, and if I hope and pray that I am, then I don't care what they think. Amen. You've got it. Got it, my friend. Hey, thanks for the call. I appreciate it. Thanks to all of you for keeping me company this hour. Andrew Kruchek, my producer man, and Eric Dumont, call screamer man. And I'm using the word man. That's right. I'm saying man. I'm still allowed to say it. So I will say man. Man, 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 man. There. This is Dr. Ray. <laughs> Walk with God, man. See ya. I mistimed that baby. For information on Dr. Ray's presentations, books, and CDs, visit DRA.com and follow him on Facebook. The Doctor is In is a co-production of Ave Maria Radio and EWTN Radio and carried across the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network.